everyone and welcome back to the unlearning where we unlearn together on this week's episode we'll be unlearning love if you like what you hear on this podcast please make sure to follow us on twitter at t unlearning and at instagram on t-h-e-u-n underscore learning all right let's get started So, there definitely wasn't an episode last week, and apologies, there was no warning, there was no nothing, and there's just been a lot going on in my personal life that I have just been trying to overcome. Um, to be transparent with you guys, um, I was recently, recently let go of my job, and things have been kind of difficile difficult um you guys know I was struggling with that job but I think me being let go was for a reason um I kind of knew that that industry wasn't for me and I know there's better coming I just don't know when um so last week was really a hard week for me to just move through because I'm a perfectionist and I just always feel the need to be doing whatever my the plan I had for myself which is like you graduate high school you graduate college and after college start your job and it's not as black and white as that and even though I've preached about not comparing yourself and just not letting your job defining you it is easier said than done and I am working through that and I know I will come on the other side of that eventually where I can like fully walk the walk and talk to talk you feel me all right so back to the point of this episode today we're unlearning love as with every episode I believe next week's the last week of February um so I believe this is our last one wait let me double check yeah this week's our last um black history month fact I really hate that February is the last month of, not last month, oh my gosh, the shortest month of the year. I think that is just disrespectful, absolutely disrespectful. Okay, so today's Black History Month fact is going to be about, drumroll please, our famous Martin Luther King Jr., and his iconic speech for I have I have a dream speech. Apparently, most of the speech was improvised. Um, or the improvised, the I have a dream part was improvised. Um, the rest of the speech was planned, written, but um, the I have a dream was something that was not part of the plan. And that is the most minimal part of the entire speech. Which I feel like says something about, um, about how the things that you don't plan are usually what defines you in the best way, you know. So if that could be something for me, maybe it's for you guys. Who knows? Um, so about the speech, um, it was this woman, uh, a singer named. Mahalia Jackson and apparently she kept saying tell him about the dream Martin and apparently 
he was like, all right, bet. <laughs> but yeah, that is it. Um, this is sourced from PBS.org. If you want to read more, there's a whole article titled 10 Little Things or 10 Little Known Black History Facts. If you'd like to read it. All right. Let's talk about L-O-V-E. Um, this episode is off the cuff today. Like, I usually have, like, an outline of what I want to talk about. But I think I'm just going to chat about whatever thought that comes to my mind about love. Um, I believe full-heartedly that love is a verb. Love is an action. Love is not just someone telling you that they love you. It is actions. It is the way they talk to you. is the way they act around you. It's the way they put effort into seeing you. It's the way they remember little things about you is knowing what your favorite food is or picking up something that you mentioned half-assedly in the conversation like that's love and there are different forms of love different types of love there's but all despite different types of love they all require action um for example they require action and also they are shown differently. I don't think there's one universal way to show that you love somebody. Um, but once you figure out how that person shows you love, then it you will probably realize that a lot more people love you more or love you than you realize. And we can do the five love languages, you know, talk about how those are like the basis of how people show love um i believe they are i feel like i told you guys this before but the five love languages are let me make sure i have this correct okay there are service gift giving physical touch quality time and words of affirmation so those are the five love languages and i agree with those i believe that people show love differently and once i learned that that really helped me with my relationship with everyone in my life from my parents to significant others I have had or have not had um so I think it's really key to keep those in mind when you are um either talking about love or entering that stage of love um I don't believe in falling in love either I think falling is no one falls on purpose you know, like usually you accidentally fall. Like no one wants to fall. That means you get hurt. And that could cause scrapes and bruises. And why would you want to fall in love? Love which is supposed to be kind and pure and um happy. Like you want to be embraced in love. Why would you want to fall into it? So I 100% um, don't think you should fall in love. I think you should... Gr- Mm, I don't know about growing in love but I think people can also grow to love each other um I would prefer to be in quote-unquote love with someone before I spend the rest of my life with them if that's what I choose to do every other day I change my mind if I want to get married or not we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens um but I I really think people should be cautious of when it comes to like choosing someone to spend your time with your life with that um 
is it important? I mean, I've heard of stories of people who were not in love, no arranged marriages and stuff. Like one of my favorite shows is Love is Blind or Married at First Sight. Those shows, boy, can we talk about that for a second? Remember, this podcast is off the trails. If y'all don't like it, you can exit and come back next week when I'm more organized. But this episode is going to be off the cuff. Married at First Sight, if anyone has watched this show, I highly suggest it. It is so entertaining. This season, there's this woman, right? This no, I shouldn't say woman. Well, just playing the show. Married at First Sight is literally the title. Um, you have, this season, five couples. So you have ten people. Each of them have decided that they will be marrying a stranger. So they'll meet that person at the altar, plan the whole wedding, and meet the person at the altar for the first time. And they'll say, I do. Um, the only way they can get out of it is if they get divorced. Now, and they have to wait like 60 days to decide. Is it 60? It's like eight weeks, something like that. And the eight weeks, they will come together and decide if they're going to stay married or get divorced. Now, this one couple, I think her name is Paige. Paige and this guy's name is Chris. Chris is freaking crazy. Paige needs to get her life together and stop saying that God um ordained for this love to happen right because no because god is not in this marriage i am telling you right now god is not in this marriage at all she soars up and down that um god told her or that got that this show was supposed to happen um um by him and that we or that she's with the right person she trusts the process and she trusts the people there and that um, she's going to make it work now. Here's why. Here's a problem. That was not all cute and dandy, right? If this guy has didn't say after having sexual relations with this woman multiple times that he didn't, that he's not attracted to her physically. And then also to say that, oh, now I have a baby mama and I have a kid on the way. And that, oh, I was engaged a couple of months ago. And the baby mama is the same woman that he was engaged to a couple of months ago. Is that not some mess? And she's like, Oh, I don't know if I can stay, but I also want to make this work. I believe God is in this. And I'm just like, girl, girl, are you sure God's in it? Or are you, you want, you telling yourself God's in it? Cause I'm like, honey, if you don't leave this man, leave this man. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Be like, what am I talking about? <laughs> this is what I'm saying when it comes to the arranged marriages, maybe. I don't want to misspeak. But sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes if you're, if you're arranged to be in a marriage, like the, the, the show works by, um, they set you up with all your personality traits and your family and everything about you, your love life, your sexual preferences, your, um, racial preferences, your religion, all that stuff, like and they take those all every single thing learn about you like hundreds of questions you have to answer and they say all right you'd be good match with this person right instead of it just being like oh the families are cool let's get married so so this is like a scientifically quote-unquote proven person that like show there is a panel of sociologists um a pastor and a sexual therapist so they all like help guide these people along the journey they seem to be mia this season because what is going on but back to Paige Paige 
really believes like this um this is meant to be because of people have arranged them to be together and she believes all these other outside forces were at work um without including her in the process and believes that this is meant to be but there are so many signs my guy that is saying that this is not meant to be at all at all but i highly encourage y'all to watch the show because it is a mess like i have grown to love some messy reality tv as a way to just see that my life is not as bad you know (laughs) or just like the drama i am not i hate drama i will run away from drama when it comes to tv reality tv though just like like love shows like i don't like like real housewives or kardashians those don't entertain me these marries like in love show like love is blind and any kind of love show love island shoo child that is my ish like i love shows like that but anyways um yeah and now have i been in love maybe maybe it was infatuation i feel like i was borderline in love with this guy but i probably was just infatuated by the ideas that he put in my head of what we what our future could look like and yeah he definitely um is no longer that kind of person for me and i look at him now and i look at how i was when we were talking slash dating or whatever the kids call it nowadays and i did have i did love him like i had a lot of love for him i really really cared about him and wished everything but the best for him um and even when we like really i like fully like cut him off mostly because he got a he got a girlfriend in the middle of our little breaks um he he got a girlfriend and i had to realize this is a wrap it really is a wrap and it's over and when i found out i dead cried i dead cried and me crying proved my point that i did have deeper feelings for him than i thought and i i don't know if that's caused me to be more closed off i don't think so because i really could care less about him now no i mean care that he's alive and well but like but i don't think about him every day but it's true what they say like your first love quote unquote um you never forget it and i noticed myself for a while comparing people to him like how like our relationship was but if we really look back on it it was border borderline toxic we used to have fake arguments all the time but we would talk for hours and we would make sure to laugh so yeah love can be toxic as well man have y'all been in love please let me know let me know that i'm not talking to a void out there i do my analytics it seems like i'm having a good amount of people but i would love to for y'all to let me know like your feelings and your thoughts i love to have a whole conversation um when it comes to love in terms of like family 
love showing a family is a different, really different. Like, that's when you have to have languages involved. Like, and it's also generational, too. Like, my parents, we never said I love you in my household. Like, I had to start saying it for it to be a thing. But saying I love you wasn't a thing at all. So, um, when I, like, started to learn about languages and realized that my parents just said, showed they loved me through different ways, ways that I didn't see or understand because they weren't doing it in a way I like to be shown that I am cared about. You know, for me, it's really important. Quality time and physical touch. That is my love languages. My top two love languages. And my parents always at work and they like wouldn't come to my volleyball games and the only things they would come to were like scholarships and stuff like or they just played down like they wouldn't take the time for things that I really like cared about and those that's what hurt me for the most part um physical touch not because not big huggers either in my household touching is not really a thing um but I'm very touchy so those two things that my parents are not I am so for the longest time I was like when I was when I was younger I didn't even know my parents really loved me like that I knew they cared about me and my well-being like for sure like all parents but it just seemed different than what I saw on tv because I'm a big rom-com fiend and I read so many romance novels when I was younger so like I was comparing it to other people's relationships and my really close friends relationships of with their parents and saying if like that were those were the same it wasn't until I got older and I really got to understand um my parents childhood a little bit more and just them as human beings and seeing them as human beings that I began to realize that they do love me just in a different way than I may have liked and I have taken the time make sure I have picked up on what their love languages are and what things they like that show that I care like my mom my mom's not a big full touch person, but she appreciates acts of service. I believe that's her love language from what I picked up on. Like just doing things for her without her asking. She likes that. She's not a big gift person. I'm not a gift person either. I hate gifts. I hate when people give me gifts. Um, I just feel uncomfortable. But I think my mom, my mom definitely is acts of service. So she likes when I do things that I don't have to ask. But she loves when I do stuff and I, she doesn't have to ask me to do it. Um, or like random stuff like getting her flowers. I try to do that a lot when I was home. I gave her random flowers all the time. My dad, I cannot tell you. Um, I would say it's quality time, but I don't know. I could not tell you. Uh, he's not a gift person that much either, but I would say it's quality time like me for sure. Yeah. Okay, time for the best part. Time to talk about what I learned. Um, what I've learned about love in my short years of life is that love is hard. Love is really, really hard. Um, it's not supposed to be hard. Like in First Corinthians and the Bible, thirteen four through eight for all people who wanted to really look at the verse. Um, it says love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, 
always preserves. Also said love never fails and but where there are prophecies they will cease. Where there are tongues they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge it will pass away. So I feel like the first half of that verse is saying all those things about love and I really agree that that's what love is, especially in a marriage or relationship. Like if you love someone, you're going to be patient with them. It requires so much patience. Being around um, marriages and relationships, you know, being the coach that I am, I've seen a lot of tough moments in those relationships. And those moments require patience. It requires kindness and a lot of just not being quick to anger or being envious of things to truly love someone and those characters all the ones I said like not boasting not being proud those are you really have to reject yourself like every you really have to pull back on those emotions that are very common not very common but yeah that are common in a lot of people some people have pride especially men a lot of men have pride and you cannot have pride when you are in love with someone or when you love someone you cannot have that pride and so a a lot of times when it comes to loving someone it's rejecting um your emotions at times like those emotions that could cause hurt or um or it could lead to misunderstanding just so the relationship could prevail. Like, I'm not saying to never ever communicate your feelings because I 100% believe in communications. But to check yourself. Check your feelings. Check, like, where is this coming from? Just coming up, coming from a place of pride when you're in an argument. Is this coming from me not being patient enough? You know? So, yeah. That's what I've learned. I've also learned that love is also beautiful it can be so beautiful the things people do for love um for how much they love someone the things i've done for my loved ones um whether it be money or time like time for me is more valuable than anything the time i put into my loved ones and relationships like and just seeing how happy they get when i show that love in that kind of way um and they receive it like that or show love in their love language and they receive it like that like that's a beautiful thing so love is really beautiful as a full-on rom-com geek i completely believe in love what i am unlearning is that love is not something you fall into it takes time it can. Some people be in love in like a couple weeks, so don't know how they do it. But being in love takes time, but it's also really vulnerable. Like that is the thing. I love you. Like when people make a whole scene of like telling someone they love them, that they're romantically in love involved with, I completely get it because that is putting yourself full out there, butt naked, being as vulnerable as you can under that person that you care about them more than almost anyone in the world. And just, like, putting it out there. And there could be a huge possibility that they don't love you back. That is so scary. 
That's one of my biggest fears. That's why I get scared about um, getting married or even being in relationships. Just that fear of the person not reciprocating the same energy back to me. I don't know if I can handle it. I really don't. I don't know. But that's all I've learned about love. Like, I'm only 22. I know nothing. And I've completely accepted that I know nothing about the world. And I am moving forward. Okay? And that is a wrap for the episode. I'm so sorry, y'all. Like, I'm just in a funk. Also, I don't think I am as informed about love as I would like to be for you guys. Like, I would love to be more informed about love but i need these bumble matches to message me or to swipe left like one thing i am not paying maybe i will but i do not want to pay for the seeing my matches like why can't i just see a sneak peek like hinge hinge lets you see at least one person and you decline it like i wish bumble was like that Yeah, um, love should not be something you fall into. That's what I really have learned. Don't fall into don't fall into love. Take your time to walk into love. Um, or run. Never fall. Never fall. Alright, so I hope you guys have an amazing rest of the week. I will be here next week, God willing, as long as my spirit continues to be positive because this unemployment life I'm taking a digital class. I'll grab my time and pick up my marketing skills. Anyone need some marketing coordinator? Hit your girl. You feel me? <laughs> Alright, I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing week. And I'll see you next time. Bye.